Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. My name is Allison Ralston, and I'm a physician assistant and brain health coach. Um, If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. Uh, If you have been following along with me, thank you for continuing to uh, follow. Uh, Today, we're going to be discussing three things that I believe we need to get rid of to experience true health and wholeness. Last podcast, I discussed three steps to living a healthy life. The three steps that I discussed was thinking the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God, and speaking the Word of God. Let's look back at Proverbs 4, 21 through 24, and I love the Passion Translation. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into your very core of your being. So, above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. We see in this proverb that thinking kingdom kingdom thoughts and meditating on kingdom words will bring life and health to our body and soul. The Apostle Paul said in 3 John 1-2 that he prayed that we would be in good health as our soul prosper. I firmly believe that a prospering soul or the welfare of our innermost being will lead to a healthy mind and body. Thinking, meditating, and speaking God's life-giving promises over ourselves and others will bring peace and joy. God's words are spirit and life. I want to discuss three things that we must get rid of to experience true peace and joy in our innermost being. I believe that the Lord Jesus showed me years ago that fear and condemnation are the root of illness. Doug Addison, who was an author and prophet, said that there are three things that we need to get rid of to hear the voice of God more clearly. Fear, lack of love, and judgment. When I heard Doug Addison speak on these three things, I quickly realized that this correlated to what the Holy Spirit had already spoken to me about illness. Condemnation can be broken down into lack of love, and judgment either of ourselves or others. Lack of love and judgment are rooted in negative emotions, and negative emotions left to brood can affect the very core of our being. Being emotionally stable leads to a healthier, more joyful life. Fear and condemnation are very destructive to our physical and emotional health. We've learned from past podcasts that negative emotions can cause our telomeres to be shorter and die faster, leading to accelerated aging and chronic illness. Let me just kind of recap about telomeres if you're just joining us for the first time. It seems that aging actually starts at a cellular level. Telomeres are non-coding DNA on the ends of our chromosomes. They are Uh, responsible for determining how long the cell will live and when it will die. 
If telomeres are shorter, then the cell will die more quickly. If they are longer, the cell will live longer. So there are things that can cause our cells to die quickly. And those things we learn were stress, whether we feel safe in our environment, uh, whether we're exercising, or whether we are eating the right thing. It seems that these telomeres are not just following some pre-programmed code or genetic code, but they are listening to our to the environment. They are listening to what's going on uh, in our body. So it is important what we are thinking and what we are speaking. Uh, these things can affect our physical health. Let's look again at Proverbs 4, 24 because I believe it gives us a great insight into emotional and physical health. We are told that we are to guard the affections of our heart, for they affect all that we are. Affection, as it defined by Wikipedia, is the disposition or state of mind or body that is often associated with a feeling or type of love. In other words, the affection of our heart is our love towards ourselves, others, and God. How does one walk in love after being rejected or hurt deeply? Our example is Christ, who after being tortured still had the hearts to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. The love that Christ showed can only come by the supernatural love that he gives to his lovers or believers. The other piece of this puzzle is loving ourselves. We cannot truly love others until we love ourselves. Learning to love who we are in Christ is first and foremost the first step in loving others. This can only by done, be done by accept, first accepting the love God has shown us through His Son, Jesus. Love is a powerful emotion, and it affects all that we are. The love of God is shed abroad through our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 5.5. 5. The Holy Spirit is the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. This Holy Spirit resides in you and me. We have the power to overcome all things through Him who loves us. Our job is to go to Him for healing of our broken and wounded hearts and not allow bitterness, hate, and unforgiveness to take root. This is only done by accepting His peace and His joy. His perfect love drives out fear, hate, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Words have power, whether they are spoken or thought. You may remember from earlier podcasts that Virginia Medical School found that our brain is connected to our immune system. So in other words, if we have unhealthy thinking or fearful thinking, it releases chemicals into our body that affect us negatively. If we have more of a positive mindset, then we will release things in our body that will give us more of a sense of peace and a sense of joy. If we look back at this proverb, and we look at the last verse, this gives us some clues that our words really do uh, are really important of what we're what we're saying. They do have power. The very last uh, verse of this proverb says, "Avoid dishonest speech or pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words, no matter what." 
I believe that this is talking about words we speak not only over ourselves, but others. Hurtful words towards others or ourselves are damaging. You and I were created in the very image of God. Everything He has made is beautiful. Love and mercy are the keys that will unlock the doors of our heart to love as Christ did. And that love and mercy is not just towards others, it's actually towards ourselves. Love covers a multitude of sin and mercy triumphs over judgment. My friends, Jesus is the one who will guard our hearts. Our job is not to let our hearts be troubled. All we have to do is go to Him and allow Him to give us peace. Love is a choice and not always easy, but the reward is great. I will leave you with this meditation. This is from Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with this earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. So friends, there are three things that I believe that we need to uh, get rid of in order to live a healthy life. Fear, lack of love, and judgment. I believe that the root of illness is fear and condemnation. In my next uh, podcast, I'm going to continue this conversation about how to get rid of fear. How do we how do we move in love, and how do we get past judgment? And I believe. Uh, that there are some keys to doing that. Um, I think I mentioned them already in this podcast. It's love and mercy. I also believe that it's it's knowing who we are uh, and who we are as believers in Christ that's going to be, will set us free uh, to live a life that is full of love and to be healthy. I have no doubt that Fear and condemnation are at the root of illness. Um, I see it almost on a daily basis in my practice. These things are rooted in stress. Um, and more than 87% of illnesses are stress-related. So the more that we can be at peace, the more that we can be at joy, uh, the m- more that we can have that inner peace, we're going to see a more healthier life. So as we continue this journey, we're going to be talking about how to do that. How do you have that inner peace? And I believe that it's only found in Christ.